Okay. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to 2ATV or not 2ATV. Um, we are doing some... Is this our first chest? Yes. Ah, we've moved on to chest. We're going to do thoracic rather than cardiac first. Yep. Because cardiac terrifies us. We're doing cardiac nurse. You're going to love it. Oh, God. Am I? Yeah. Why? All the anatomy. That's true. I love that. All okay, the anomalies. I, I told you I hate cardiac anatomy for some reason. No, but I feel like cardiac anatomy is all congenital stuff and like variants. I'm like, that's your dream. Yeah, I mean, I love variants <laughs> and I love uh, embryogen. Yeah. But, uh, Every time I see one, I'm like, I wrote. <laughs> but there's something wrong. <laughs> but there's something wrong with um, the heart in my head. I can't get it. I always have to r- remind myself. Yeah. The blood goes this way. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time, yeah. the left. Which side is the left? So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, Back so lungs. So sorry, so sorry. So we're doing some pneumonia, Whoop. pulmonary infections. Tell me clinical classifications of pneumonias. I want acronyms. Clinical classifications? Yes. Yeah. Oh, like... Like community acquired, is yeah. that what I mean? Okay, community acquired, hospital acquired. Um, don't help me. Oh, immuno pneumonia, infection and immunocompromised. Yeah. Um, Two more. Okay. What about like um, MRSA type? Is that no. another resistant? No. Um, don't tell me. Oh, there's one that's weird. It's like care home. Yeah. Yeah. So that's H cap. And that's health healthcare, care. but it's actually a care home, not like a healthcare assistant. Sort of. Sort of. Oh, sort of. okay. And then one more. One more. Atypical. Um, no. No, you get this, uh, uh, you'll get calls from ITU yeah. and say the patient's got a, and give you an acronym. And I have once or twice been like, oh, what? Okay. Uh, Don't tell me. Uh, tell me. VAP. Ventilator associated. Oh, yeah. So, cap, what's the most common cause of a cap? Oh, um, strep. Be more specific, please. Strep pneumonia. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then atypical things can cause it a cap as well. Okay. So, mycoplasmas can, viral, chlamydia. Um, atypical, including mycoplasma, viral, and chlamydia, typically affects young, otherwise healthy patients. Oh, okay. So well, weird, yeah. Um, another type of cap is a Legionella. Okay. That That's like hot tub ones and aircon ones. Yeah. That's uh, aircon and like old boozers or something. Like yeah. Oh no, excuse me, not old boozers. That's the next one. Okay. Which is Klebsiella. Yeah. Uh, and that's and other gram negatives occur in alcoholics and aspirators. Yeah. Fine. Um, tell me about HAPS. Hospital acquired. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be more funny bugs. What are the two worrisome ones? MRSA yeah. and VRE? No, uh, it's something that goes, uh, it's the reason that, I, this might be a fake fact, but okay. it's a good way of remembering yeah. Why can you no longer, are you not really allowed to take patients' flowers? Oh, yes. I can't remember. So the water goes green that the flowers are kept in, and the greenness is pseudomonas. Pseudomonas. Yeah, that might be fake, but... Whatever. Great fact. Great fact. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got healthcare associated pneumonias. Yeah. So that is defined as pneumonia in a nursing home resident or a patient with a greater than two day hospitalization over the past 90 days. Oh, yeah. 
So it's like fairly recent hospitalization or current hospitalization. Yeah, yeah. or in a care home. Yes. Okay. Uh, pathogens similar to a hospital acquired pneumonia. Which is pseudomonas and MRSA. Yeah. Well, HAP can be caused by a wide variety yeah, yeah, of but mainly... most important that we need to think about are MRSA and pseudomonas. Yes. Uh, ventilator associated pneumonias. Anything you know about these? Um, type of bugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it going to be Legionella as well? No. So ventilator-associated pneumonia is caused by infectious agents not present at the time mechanical ventilation was started. Yeah. Most infections are polymicrobial, <laughs> but primarily involve gram-negative rods such as Pseudomonas and Acinetobacter. Acinetobacter. I say acin. Acinetobacter. Uh, and then pneumonia, excuse me, pneumonia in the immunocompromised patient. Oh, yeah. Any thoughts? Oh, um, they're more weird and wonderful. So pneumocystis, yeah, um, uh, PCP, and like more fungal things. Pneumocystis and PCP. Are the same. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah, no, no, I know that. I was yeah. just repeating it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I just said it twice. Yeah, um, yeah, fungi such as aspergillus, um, things like CMV. All those weird ones. Yeah, exactly. Lovely. So that's sort of clinical classifications of pneumonia, and then you've got your radiographic patterns of infection. Yeah. So can you tell me any of those? So things like loba. Yeah. Yeah, or like um, bilateral. No, not so much. Um, well, loba, and then you can describe it as consolidation or ground glass, or is that what you want? No, yeah. that's not what I want. So loba, loba is good. Okay. Um, that's like pan loba. Is that one? No. Okay. So loba, classically bacterial, um, and the most common presentation yeah. of the community acquired pneumonia. Yeah. Uh, and that's where you get your airborne programs. Yeah. But then you've got bronco pneumonia, which is also called lobular yeah. pneumonia, um, and that's patchy consolidation. With poorly defined air spaces, usually yeah. involving several nodes, and that's more like viral. Uh, it actually says that's commonly due to Staph aureus, oh, okay. but we've seen it very recently with viral. COVID. Um, you can get interstitial pneumonia, yeah, so that's predominantly in the interstitial tissue of the alveolar sector, yeah, and that causes your diffuse or patchy ground glass viral, and that's because your interstitium thickens and it. Um, takes up the airspace because you know how you have like infection and we always think about filling of the airspace with pus or fluid or whatever yeah. when you have interstitial uh ground glass due to like an interstitial problem it's because the interstitial thickening replaces the so you're like squashing the alveoli yeah nice um and then so that's normally caused by viral pneumonias mycoplasmas chlamydias or pneumocystis okay uh, and then you can get around pneumonia Yes, I think. Is that the one where it's like um, the peripheral, like um, consolidation? I think that's round dated excess. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, so, round pneumonia is an infectious mass like opacity seen only in children. Okay. Most commonly due to strep pneumoniae. Um, okay. Infection remains somewhat confined due to incomplete formation of pores of comb. Don't know what that means. Say that again. Infection remains somewhat confined yeah. due to incomplete formation of pores of comb. 
Uh, which must be something that is normal in the London communicates that exactly. you don't develop. Yeah. To Let me just tell you quickly about rounded intellectuals, just yeah. as a side note, because you mentioned it, because I thought Mandel was useful on that. One moment, please. Here we go. So, what is rounded intellectuals? So, I mean, you can get it in the peripheries, and then it depends if you get it with other signs. So, round typically to call it rounded intellectuals, you need the comet tail sign, I think which is like a swirling of the vessel surrounding the patch of consolidation. Very nice. And you need five things that must be present to diagnose round atelectasis. Okay, curvilinear, like rounded opacification. Yes. The comet tail sign. Yeah. Uh, what about um, volume loss? Yeah. I'm very impressed. Uh, it's as if you're on at the moment. <laughs> Uh, round of eight electrons. I'm running out now. That's okay. I'm very impressed. Um, so it says here the adjacent pleura must be abnormal. Adjacent. Okay, so they're on the same side. Yeah. I, I think it's like next. Next to it. Okay. Yeah. So thickened pleura. Is it like, okay. Um, opacity must be peripheral and in contact with the pleura. Oh yes. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Opacity must be round or elliptical, yeah. as you said, and then volume loss must be present in the affected lobe. Yeah. And pulmonary vessels and bronchi leading into the opacity must be curved. This is the comet tail sign. The swelling. I'm very impressed by that. Thank you. Um, so rounded round atelectasis is focal atelectasis with a round morphology that is always associated with adjacent pleural abnormality, e.g. pleural effusion, pleural thickening, or plaque, or pleural neoplasm. So it's something that's like pulling that bit of lung yeah. in. And it's atelectasis, so that's why the volume. Loss, yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, that was a slight digression, no, but I just thought about that. Mm -hmm. um, now, before we move on to particular bugs yeah. and how they might appear. Um, I'm nervous about. <laughs> yeah, I'm very nervous. Can we talk about some like general complications of pneumonia? Any old pneumonia. Okay. Tell me. Effusion? Tell me more. So, like a paranormal confusion. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's not actually in this book. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but agreed. I agree that that's one. But Next. tell me about some more. Uh, access. Ones. Yes. Tell me. Uh, so you're gonna see, probably see like a cavitating lesion, um, in a bit of the lung that previously had consolidation. Yeah. Um, difficult to treat. If it's completely pus filled, you're probably going to have to put a drain in it if you can. It's often loculated. Like it's very difficult to treat. Yeah. Even with IV antibiotics. Yeah. Do you know any bugs that typically can cause a uh, Staph? Staph? Staph aureus? Staph aureus, yeah. Um, does Pseudomonas do Yeah. It? And then it says all anaerobic bacteria. Okay. That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, air fluid level. Is the other yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, and it's spherical, often with equal dimensions on the frontal and lateral views. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. Any yeah. others? Any um, other complications? complications? Yeah. Um, well, I said effusion, and then if that becomes effective, empyema. Does this come in this category? Yes. Tell me more. Uh, so, in terms of imaging findings, um, it's going to be like a thickened pleura with then a, an effusion, and then if you have contrast enhanced views that thickened bit is going to um, enhance. Yeah. So it calls it something in Mandel, which 
like labors the point a bit to me and I don't okay. understand I don't know whether you felt that this was overkill but it talks about the split pleura sign oh, yeah which describes enhancing parietal and visceral pleura seen on a contrast enhanced study but like yeah. obviously yeah. that you just told me that that the pleura yeah. are split and enhanced yeah. and they're thickened anyway yeah. uh it says here the split pleura sign is seen in the majority of exudative effusions, although it is not specific. Similar findings can be seen in malignant effusion, mesothelioma, fibrothorax, and after talc pleurodesis. Okay. So good to know that's some differentials for yeah. like something that looks like an empyema. Yeah. Um, could you tell me how I might differentiate between an empyema and a pulmonary abscess? If it was a small empyema. Um, I mean, again, this feels quite self-explanatory, but so I just read it because yeah. it's difficult. Um, conforms to the shape of the plural space. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so it typically cause, causes, if there's an air fluid level mm -hmm. for some reason, like if it's infected, yeah. yucky, um, you can get a longer air fluid level on a lateral radiograph. So if you've got like a lateral yeah. on the two Bs yeah. and it was like rounding round. Yeah. I mean, that makes I think we'd know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there are three stages in the development of an empyema. Oh, okay. It's going to be how um, solid the stuff inside is probably. Yeah. So it's going to be fluid, yeah. semi-fluid, solid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you get one, number one is free flowing exudative effusion. Yeah. You can treat with a drain or yeah. needle aspiration. The second step is development of the fibrous strands. Okay. Then you need a larger bore chest tube or you need some fibrinolytic stuff in there. What was it called? Cryptokinase? Or... Oh, stuff I don't know. Stuff you put in chest drains to break it up. Streptokinase? Streptokinase. I think streptokinase, yeah. Um, and then three is the fluid becomes solid and jelly-like and that oh. probably needs like a surgical procedure. <gasps> what is the surgical procedure? Just, just open up and evacuate? Yeah, I guess so. Gross. Um, and then you were telling me it does say something here a little bit about parenchymonic effusions. Oh, okay. Um, the difference between a parenchymonic effusion and an empyema, yeah, is that most pleural effusions associated with pneumonia are not an empyema, yeah. that's not a helpful <laughs> differentiation. Um, but they are so the parenchymonic effusions are sterile effusions caused by an increase in the capillary permeability, yeah. yeah as opposed to like infection into the pleura into yeah, yeah exactly and i think that's quite for me that's quite useful, useful. yeah agree. Uh, good there's another thing that's sort of separate in uh mandel but mm -hmm. i think it's the same sort of the same uh, it's like when empyema goes really wrong do you remember this oh when it goes past the wall yeah yeah so it's called empyema necessitans that's so stupid which is stupid so that's extension of empyema to the chest wall and that's most commonly secondary to what bug? Oh, is it one I've already said recently? No, it's no. one you always forget. Who oh, is it? <laughs> I always make fun of you forgetting this. Oh, TB! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so most commonly secondary to TB, but other things include nocardia and actinomyces. Whatever. I've never Whatever. that. But yeah. fine. Um, any other complications you'd like to tell me about? Um, this is of pneumonia. Yeah. Pneumothoraces? Not really. No. Um, think along the same lines. 
Yeah. You can see this also in trauma. Oh, like emphysema, no. What might it be, if it's not emphysema, what would it be if it's traumatic, not smoking related? Yeah, like um, subcutaneous. No, no, that's not what I need, sorry. Uh, in the lung parenchyma. Oh, contusion. No. Mm -hmm. I'm actually trying to get to. Emphysema, that's <laughs> not normal emphysema, but traumatic. You can see these in trauma, but there also can be a complication of pneumonia. Pneumatocele. Uh, uh, yeah, pneumatocele. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to give up. Um, so pneumatocele, thin-walled, gas-filled cyst, can be post-traumatic or develop as a sequelae of pneumonia, typically staph aureus or pneumocystis, classically pneumocystis. Oh. We'll come on to that Hence, pneumatocele. We'll remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they almost always resolve, so they just sort of ignore them. Yeah. They're just there. But I have seen a couple on CTs and being like, I've got a cyst. I don't know what to do about it. I think if they only have one. And I've always just ignored it and it's always been fine. <laughs> no one's no one said it, it. That's a great bit of cyst. Mm -hmm. I can swallow up. Um, okay. There are two more complications of pneumonia. Oh, two about. more. Okay. One is a very rare complication. Okay. Where there is extensive necrosis or sloughing of a pulmonary segment or lobe. So essentially that lobe stops working. It's got a name. Oh, I can't remember. Pulmonary gangrene. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Gross. Yeah. That's a severe manifestation of pulmonary abscess. I probably shouldn't put that in pulmonary abscess. The category is so sorry. That's fine. Uh, and then one more. And that's pulmonary gangrene. Pulmonary gangrene. And one more. One more is, um, can be caused by pneumonia. Yeah. Can also be caused. Oh, the most common cause is surgery. Yeah. Could also be caused by lung abscess, empyema, trauma. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you what it is. Mm -hmm. um, you might see. This would get worse over a few days of chest x rays and you get an air fluid level getting Emo. worse. Shall I say that last bit again? <laughs> so you get on oh, serial X-rays somewhere in the chest radiograph. Yeah, you'll get an air fluid level. Yeah, and it will get worse with. Let me just check for air fluid. One moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. La la la! Talk amongst yourselves. There's a diagram of it here somewhere. Oh, where is it? Oh, my mood, oh, my I don't know what it is. Um, think about it's surgery. Yeah. So if I tell you it's oh, here we go. So in normal, you'll get more. You'll get an air fluid level on day one. Yeah. Like let's say post surgery or post infection. Yeah. In this normal space the air will get less and the fluid will get more. This is so cryptic, I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay. And then if there's this thing we're talking about, yeah. the air will get more and the fluid will get less. So there's air going into space that shouldn't be air. Okay. Surgery is the most common. Pneumo media, no. I'll tell you, so it's air in the plural space. Oh, yeah. And why would they be getting more air? Because there's a leak, there's a fistula, bronchopulmonary fistula. Yeah, we got there. Because there's a leak. 
sorry, that's a secret. <laughs> Love it. Forever. Yeah. Um, so. Bronchopleural fistula, abnormal communication between airway and pleural space. Yeah. It's caused by rupture. Which pleura? The visceral. The visceral. Sorry. By far, the most common cause of BPF is surgery, but can be caused by lung abscess and pain and trauma. Yeah, I knew that. So, on imaging, a new or increasing gas in a pleural effusion is the yeah. suspicious thing. Um, you often don't see the connection between the, the bronchial tree and the pleura, but if you see it, obviously that's sort of diagnostic. Um, treatment is controversial and highly individual. And would that also mean that if you had a chest strain in that pneumothorax, that because there's a fistula, the chest strain isn't helping the pneumothorax? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But it won't be getting worse. No, like it'd just be staying the same. Yeah. 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 Um, that's all my complications with pneumonia. Okay. Not, actually. Um, have you got any um, questions? Any thoughts? Any concerns? No? No. Righto. Let's talk about, I think we've come to the point where we're going to talk Infection. about different types of bacteria. What time are we on? Uh, 21. Okay. Okay. So we'll just do these ones. Yeah. And, and then come back to like TB or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, tell me about some bacteria. Most common strep. Tell me. You we've already said what it classically what sort of loba loba exactly favors the lower lobes yeah um can be severe in sickle cell patients post splenectomy yeah because it's got a capsule and post splenectomy you're more can at risk of, um, no sorry i was just saying that to be unhelpful you're more at risk from capsulated bacteria because your spleen normally takes them out right. yeah um this is the most common cause of pneumonia in aids patients okay Good. Isn't it um, the most common cause in all patients? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Fine. Um, Staph aureus, tell me. What do, what sort of pictures classically give you? Probably more ground glass. So can you put it in one of our patterns? Oh, yeah, action? sorry. So um, lobular. Also known as bronchopneumonia. Oh, yeah. It's sort of like on the yeah. bronchi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very nice. You get patchy opacity. So more fluffy. Yeah. yeah. Can more can cause empyemas. Yeah, and or like abscesses. Abscesses and can spread via the blood in endocarditis patients. Yeah. Uh, anthrax. <laughs> Any thoughts? Not really. It says anthrax is. Anthrax is a bacteria. I, think... I thought it was like spores. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We don't need to worry. Um, so, anthrax, I don't think this is a pneumonia, but it can cause hemorrhagic lymphadenitis, mediastinitis, and hemothorax. Um, and classically, you get mediastinal widening with pure effusions in the setting of bioterrorism. I think this is all <laughs> bacterial infections in the lungs, not necessarily. I don't know. In the thorax, do you mean? Yeah. 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 Because that's not lungs. Yeah, that's not lungs. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Klebsiella. Um, it's classic, like uh, uh, buzzword for Klebsiella. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Um. In the type of pneumonia that it is, mm, it's a sign. Okay. Mm. Uh, Finally, it yeah. leads to voluminous inflammatory exudates. So it's going to be lots of things. Just tell me. Causes a bulging fissure. Oh. And that's really exuberant inflammation. So you have pleural effusions, empyema, and you can cavitate as well. Yeah. Um, who gets Klebsiella? Immunocompromised. Classically. Is this the old and drunk? Yeah. 
so alcoholics and nursing home patients um and there's another apparently buzzword is current jelly sputum oh yeah um what does flu look like it's influenza why is this on a bacterial infection that's that's a viral it's a thing virus. anyway I'll stop getting pedantic. That is really annoying, though. But don't worry. Uh, tell me about Um So that's going to be like ground glass changes. So it's probably going to be more like a bronchopneumonia. Or... Very nice. So you get bronchitis, so like thickened bronch- bronchial walls, um, and bilateral lower load bronchopneumonia. Yeah. Um, who's most at risk from H flu? Older people. COPD. <sighs> Uh, and people without a spleen, says. Yeah, okay. Um, pseudomonas, what does it look like? Pseudomonas, pseudomonas. Patchy, yeah. Patchy opacities can have abscesses as well. Um, who do we worry about pseudomonas? Have we already said this? Yeah. Oh, fine. Um, immunocompromised? Uh, yeah, so it's classically hospital-acquired. Oh, that's right. Um, okay. VAP, so ventilator required. Right. So we worry about people on ICU on ventilators. Um, and what was the other VAP? Uh, there was another one. Axinoacinetobacter. Um, uh, people that also get pseudomonas classically are people with cystic fibrosis. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the big worries. Um, and primary ciliary dyskinesia. Just kind of similar, yeah. Um, are common, but usually small. Okay. Uh, Legionella. That's the aircon one. Yeah. Um, how does that present? I presume diffuse ground glass change. Peripheral and sublobular airspace opacities. Fine. Um, CPDs and crappy air conditioners. Um, CP? COPDs. Oh, COPD. COPD. <laughs> and uh, can cavitate in immunosuppressed people. And the X-ray tends to lag behind the resolution of symptoms. Oh, okay. So they, so they might be a lot better, but the X is still quite bad. Still rubbish. Yeah. Okay. Um, aspiration. You know what aspiration looks like. It's the kind of stuff everywhere. Most commonly, if they're lying down, then they aspirate. Right sided. Is that one? So it's in like the dependent. Oh, dependent part. Parts, so if yeah. they're standing up, it'll go to the lower lobes. If they're lying down, it'll go to the like Back. it can go to the upper lobes. Um, beep 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 beep. Aspiration is from, so that's anaerobes causing the problem because it's like gastric contents. Um, they, these can cavitate and abscess is not uncommon. Huh? I mean, I've never seen that. No, I mean, yeah. um, most common complication is an empyema. Okay. Uh, actinomycosis. No idea. So this has airspace in peripheral lower lobes can be aggressive and cause rib osteomyelitis and invade the adjacent chest wall. The classic story is a dental procedure gone wrong. Oh, interesting. Leading to mandible osteomyelitis. You then get aspiration and you can get this actinomycosis. So it must be like one of the bugs in your mouth. Yeah, I think so. Or you get horrendous... But why classic story is dental procedure gone bad? What part of that has got to do with the lungs? Yeah, get mandible oh, then you're aspirin. Yeah. And then I think you're swallowing down. Oh, those disgusting. disgusting bugs. Like, Fine, okay, sorry. Great. Okay. And then mycoplasma. 
What might that look like on a chest X-ray? I thought that was a fungus. Oh no, Mycoplasma avium. That what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also diffuse. So fine reticular pattern on chest X-ray, patchy airspace opacities, and classically you get a tree and bud thing, okay. which you can get with like TB as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that was upsetting to you. <laughs> well, did um, you not think that author H flu? Him often is it? Is that yeah? Maybe let's stop there because we can come back to do infections and the immunocompromised and TB and stuff. Yeah, and we need to stop and eat. Yeah, so that's exactly. Kind of guys.